Hey guys, it's Edge Martinez. They call me the voice of New York. And 50 years ago, hip hop started right here in New York City. And we're celebrating the five boroughs all year long. Check out nyctourism.com forward slash hip hop for cultural stories, events, interviews, and more. nyctourism.com forward slash hip hop. What's up, everyone? This is the Go Long Podcast. Hope everybody is keeping up with the chaos because we're here at Hamburg Brewing Company in Hamburg, New York, and um, we both are frantically just, you know, refreshing the old bird app, trying to see what happened in the last 15 minutes to get our next beer. You said chaos. I thought you were talking about March Madness. There's college basketball being played right now. I think St. Mary's might be beating Indiana a little bit, which puts me in a good mood. But anyway, yes, there is chaos in football, too. The NFL, like we talked about, officially has found a way to always steal headlines. Like, the NFL is king. When did March Madness not always dominate? Not anymore. Even for all of us, you know, I this we're going to talk about, but this Devontae Adams thing has me has me confused, but also has me enjoying a very, very sneaky, you got the Irish Red. St. Patty's Day. St. Patty's Day. I had an Irish Red for lunch today. I brought my family to Hamburg for a great lunch. We sat outside. You can't get enough. We were outside in the sun, which, as we know in Buffalo, is we got to cherish. We've had a long couple months. Um, Felt good today. So, and then the Adams News breaks. We've March, got a lot to get into. Lot to get I mean, a lot to get I, I thought that we were going to be talking about Von Miller and the Bills for a while. That's, that's old news. It feels like it was months ago. Uh, Over, Baker, hey. Baker, Baker, Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns. We absolutely will get into that. Which you, 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 you and your quarter, you picked some interesting quarterbacks to dive into that are yeah. Baker and, well. I wouldn't gonna, say I'm dying on the hill. No, but diving, I'm, I'm, diving into it. Diving I'm, Right, but I'm definitely on the hill. I'm oh, not like you're saying, I'm, I'm on it. I, it's strange. We'll get into it later yeah. in the podcast. But how the Cleveland Browns front office, which which has some really good people running that team, no I mean, question. people I would trust. Um, I don't care what they say at a podium. Their actions are speaking pretty, pretty loudly. I mean, Chris Mortensen's reports saying that they want a quote unquote adult at quarterback while they're pursuing a quarterback who. Is facing 22 civil suits for sexual misconduct, including things that are, are even hard to verbalize on this on the show. An odd timing for that. Tough, tough. That's a tough. That that's a to tough topic. Tough topic. But it, it's a complicated issue. So we'll, we'll get into all things Baker and the Browns. But let's start at the top with the news of as of what 9:15 on Thursday night here. Um, Devonte Adams. I think that everybody was stunned, Jim. That he would play for any team other than Green Bay. I mean, when Aaron Rodgers decides to be a Green Bay Packer, I th- the safe assumption is that Russ Ball, Brian Gutekinds, they're working those numbers and they're figuring out a way to push salary cap hell to 20, 23, 20, 20, whatever, for Adams and Rodgers to be together for one more run. They've, they're unbelievably close. They set all kinds of records together I, in Green this, Bay. They're, they're probably the best me. tandem. Now, 
you know, one of the best tandems in the league, maybe the best in team history. Um, and I, you know, the team clearly is pushing the message that Aaron Rodgers knew that this was a possibility. A lot of the local media almost instantly tweeted that Aaron Rodgers knew that this could happen. He signed the contract anyways. And now I guess I have 20 mil to play with, but um, I've done a lot of talking. Just tell me your initial. No, because I'm still processing this too. And this, correct me if I'm wrong on how you view this, but Aaron Rodgers wanted paid. Didn't have anything to do with Devontae Adams. It's not about the money, Jim. It's about the people. Or as Pat McAfee Which said, I'm it was, fine with. Pat McAfee said it was a team-friendly deal, so I, I know what you're talking about. I know that part, I, whatever. But and I'm okay with that. I I don't care. But right. I guess you, you sit there and think Aaron Rodgers is only coming back because they know they can get Monte Adams back, and they're this great combo. And no, he's coming back because you made you're paying me this amount of money, and I will play for you. Fair enough. If we're led to believe the reports, the Packers were willing to match with Adam Las Vegas. But then, so were Adams and Rodgers not tight? I think Rodgers and Adams are unbelievably tight. I think Adams is going back to Derek Carr, his, his college quarterback. They're tight. Right. Maybe, maybe the desire to live in Las Vegas instead of Eshwabanon. I'm good with that Wisconsin too. Wisconsin. I'm, I'm good with, with that stuff. I'm just, I guess, I'm more curious about how it led to this. I just, I, maybe we all did. I just figured Roger signs Adams is next. I just thought that was like a, I, I that, thought that, that was, was like the safest, of safe safest way to think right. it was done. Um, but if I'm not, if I'm correct, Green Bay's losing a lot of their skilled receivers. That's the thing. I mean, and, and it's not just Adams, right? And the report is 141.25 mil over five years for Ian Rappaport. That's an average of 28.25 mil a year. It, hey, Aaron Rodgers said he did not want to be part of a rebuilding project. Now the Green Bay Packers are in absolute scramble mode at wide receiver. You've got, you know, the uh, de- decomposing remains of Randall Cobb. You've got Amari Rodgers, who didn't show too much. There's not a lot to play. Alan Lazard, who I like, you know, he's a fighter, pound for pound. Gives you, but he, you don't really have a number one. You don't really have a number two. Mark West Valdez Scanlon's a free agent. That's what I'm saying. Who's their receivers right now? They, they're going to have to Don't sign. tell me. Okay. So now let's go to Gutekis, who I, we both like and respect. I don't see him. I know Brian enough to know he – He's prepared for everything. So he must have had and he must have known this could happen. And you know what? And this goes back to everything we've always said. At the end of the day, as much as great as Devontae Adams is, it's okay if we lose because we have Aaron. That's that's the key. And that's what we talk about with the yeah. Bills. And once you have the right guy, don't panic when you lose guys because that guy is going to make everybody else better. They're going to find their seed. They're going to do. They have a plan. They'll do. They'll figure it out. They just got some great draft capital. You know. Now you're spinning your wheels if you use that first round pick on a receiver. I've always said that. Is that spinning your wheels? Like, okay, you lose Adams, but you're drafting one. You don't know if he's going to be as good as Adams. Hoping in the first round, but that's spinning your wheels, right? Great for great. 
but the key is the quarterback. Um, they kept the guy that they, gives them a chance to win a Super Bowl. And Adams, they know, as long as they have Rodgers. Like, if you had to pick one or the other, obviously you're picking Rodgers over Adams. I think there's a lot of mystery in Aaron Rodgers' contract still. You know, Andrew Brandt is, is somebody that is oh, been on top of he's on everything. Top of it, yeah. You know, he's former Packers exec. No doubt. He has insisted that this could be a one-year deal. That you look Maybe. beyond the bells and whistles and Green Bay's paying him a shit ton of money. But when it comes to where he plays, that he could have an out after the season. Yeah, which is and you're revisiting this all for a third straight off season. That's why the I mean the horse is beaten dead on this podcast. <laughs> you know, to to, to, like, to the bone. But the, Jim, that's why I thought from day one you, when that bombshell dropped, yeah. and there's a team out there willing to give you if that's what Devontae Adams is gonna get, if if Denver's gonna give up what they did for Russell Wilson. What the hell could you have gotten for Aaron Rodgers? Multiple first, multiple seconds, players, anything you want. Because now, are are, are you going for it? I mean, if, if it's Super Bowl or bust, and now oh, yeah. you're now you're scrambling for what? I don't know, Julio Jones, Jarvis Landry. Is that the best case scenario for Green Bay? Well, you'll be surprised how good they look with Rodgers. If you get him, that's a good point. You can get him if you get him at your price. Because here's what you do, and you're in the front office, obviously. Gutekis, once you get Rodgers, okay, now we're working on Adams. What ha- What's plan B if we lose Adams? That plan's in place. We don't know what it is. It was, it was a shock to us. It's not a shock. Not to, not to. Still, I, I, it seemed like a total package deal from the Agreed. get-go. And I, I just, yes. As, as much as I have been adamant that they should deal him, I understood. It's a back-to-back MVP Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams have a telepathic connection. It's as, that, good, as, it, it's as good as you could ever think about. You know, I, I covered Devontae Adams' rookie year in 2014. It was my last year on the beat, and he was really good. But he, but, but wasn't he inconsistent? 2015 was his really bad With the hands. Year. Right. The next season was really bad. But to see Aaron Rodgers and Jordy Nelson up close and what they really had where, I mean, they see the same thing out there. They don't even have to signal anything. It's like not even a bob of the head it's nothing Devonta adams took that to a new level i mean they were kind of a dink and dunk um offense outside of Devonta adams i mean he was the big play machine now the bet here is that aaron Rodgers is gonna like to your point it's what you're it's why you paid him when you paid him he'll be able to just turn it on and and pick up where he left off with others who don't have that built-in relationship and it takes a while to get to that point that took jordy nelson a long time to get to that point it took Devonte adams a long time to get to that point where you're up there you're seeing the same thing you're not thinking you're reacting and he hits you on a it's, 20 yard out downfield and it's the mahomes kelsey you know little conversation they had in the bills you know Totally. Right. It's it's rare. It's hard to find that chemistry when the quarterback can trust a tight end receiver like that. It's unspoken, not coachable. It's just these two get it. That's what I just assumed Rodgers was coming back to do. Mark Valdez Scandley, when we sat down last year, I think it was exactly a year ago. Yeah. And he said that it, it, it takes a good two, three years. You know, his head was spinning playing with Aaron Rodgers where you're stepping up to the line. Yeah, there's a play called by Matt LaFleur, but that's just what's called. Like, Aaron is going to do what Aaron's going to do. There's two playbooks. 
Jay Sternberger said that he was on the line of scrimmage when we had him on a, a happy hour for the draft extravaganza last year. And he said that uh, Aaron Rodgers audible to a play from a season when the hat, like four years before Sternberger was even in the NFL. I can't remember exactly what year it was. It was multiple years before he was even in the NFL. No, so he operates intellectually at a different level, and you've got that special connection you with Adam. You got it. You don't have that anymore. I I saw that with Drew Brees once in a meeting, just in an off-season meeting, and he was Brees was running the film, and, and I was sitting in the back, and it was the receivers and quarterbacks. And I, I probably told this story on the pod before. I apologize. I probably did. But I think about this, what you just said, is they ran. we ran a play. It was just in practice. And Breeze looked back at Colston. It's like, Marcus, this is what we ran against the Eagles in 2006 playoff. This is like five years. You know, we ran this against the league. The Eagles did this. And Breeze went, you know, went back to running the film, looking up at the film. Colson was sitting behind with the receiver coach, Curtis Johnson, one of the best receivers coaches you'll ever want to be around. He looked at him like, with his hands all like, what's he talking about? Like, how does he remember that coverage from that game? But that's how the great quarterbacks operate, man. They're on a whole level of – they study it that hard. They really do. But it takes years to build that library of info. It's not that much about winning then, I, I guess, unless there was no price that Green Bay could give Devontae Adams, okay. which could be a possibility. Are you saying it's not about winning for, for Aaron Rodgers? And we talked about this because I – okay, I thought if he left Green Bay, then I thought it wasn't about winning. <laughs> that, right. I thought if he came back to Green Bay, it was because I felt like that gives him the best chance to win. And believe it or not, I actually still do. Here's why. I don't believe in the division. Oh, it's a powder puff division. Fair enough. Yeah. I just – That's my point. That's the only thing I'm going to say is I still think his best chance to win is in Green Bay. You don't know if there was a number that could have worked for Devontae Adams in Green Bay. That's what we don't know. Because if there was and if Aaron Rodgers could have taken a little less to get Devontae Adams to get to that number – then you know what? Anytime he talks about this being about winning and about the what? people, then you got to tune him out. But maybe there really wasn't a number that they could have gotten to, and, De- and Devonte Adams is out of it. You know, maybe the relationship is gone, and there's a whole it's a, it's a whole other thing. Um, does does Vegas Josh McDaniels college quarterback does that sway Adams same money? Does Adams not believe in what Green Bay's doing? Like, I mean, but let me just blow your mind here, Jim. I mean, this is what we haven't even talked about. What if? I mean, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams are what if they, very close. What if he has that one year out, and it's already in Aaron Rodgers' mind? I'm going to Las Vegas <laughs> next year. <laughs> you know, like I, wouldn't surprise anybody. It wouldn't surprise anybody, no. right? It wouldn't surprise anybody. It's close to the West Coast for Rodgers. You know, he's, if he has an out in there, he puts up with it for a little bit longer. Or is Tom Brady going? He gets, he gets his money from Green Bay, he squeezes him dry, or and then he leaves. Does, Josh, does Vegas trading car to Tampa for Brady? Josh McDaniel, is it, are we going all conspiracy, soap opera, NFL? There's nothing. Nothing will surprise anybody. There's nothing you can say that's too crazy. Nothing. nothing. There really isn't. Um, I, I could see that scenario where yeah, Aaron Rodgers I mean, leaves for Vegas. 
if wow. he put Devontae Adams and I haven't thought know, about that. I really haven't that didn't enter my mind, but you know, if if, if and he he'd leave Green Bay with a lot of money to still pay him. Uh, who knows? Who knows? I guess we'll find out this time next year. And honestly, Jim, it's exhausting. It's really exhausting, isn't it? Don't you hate it's, it's NBA? It's the NBA. You know what I hate though, NBA. about on this side of it is this is when I just want to. Don't you just want to? We both know Brian Gutekis. I just want to call. Hey, Brian, look, we do a podcast. You're welcome anytime, Brian. You should check, but you never know. Hey, Rogers found McAfee as his outlet. Right. Maybe right. Kudakis is the go long. <laughs> I'm thinking about this. Yeah. I'll reach out to him. It won't happen. But anyway, it's St. Patty's Day. We got to think about good things. But anyway, he's the only one that can really tell us what's going on. Like he could tell. I. It's just there is somebody that can tell us everything. Just like. I can tell you everything. Why every guy? Why the Bills? Shaq Lawson's back. You know they're living in. I thought that was the big news you wanted to talk. About. That was the yeah. That was the news. Uh, JD McKissick rescinding the heartbreaker. <laughs> heartbreaker. JD McKissick. You know with Brian Gutekind. So I, I think that he, Mark Murphy, Matt Lafleur. There's Russ Ball. I like you threw Russ Ball Russ in there Ball, earlier. Right. I saw him at the Senior Bowl. Good man. We used to work together at the Saints. Great man. I forgot about that. Great man. Great man. He works that cap as well as anybody. Agreed. We'll get into that soon. Oh, yeah. I like I that. I want to get into that next. But to your point, I highly doubt that we're going to hear what really goes down behind the scenes because the Packers have to operate in this universe of being scared to death of anything they say pissing off Aaron Rodgers. Right? I mean, he's, he's unbelievably sensitive. It's, it's part of what makes him a special quarterback. The fact that he takes slice, real or perceived, uses them. A lot of quarterbacks do what Aaron Rodgers is at a different level. I mean, back when they drafted Jordan Love, I thought another genius aspect of that selection was you were going to piss off Aaron Rodgers. You can't tell me that Brian Gutekinds didn't take that into account. He knows how sensitive Aaron Rodgers is. In a 60 minutes interview, when somebody says he's not as tall as he thought, like little things like that tick him off. I don't. I don't think it was a driving, you know, uh, See, I don't, factor. But I, I do think that they weren't that concerned about ticking Aaron Rodgers off because he plays better when he's pissed off. I see what you're saying that reverse, like I mean, I've lived it. That story. I just, if I was good, I would do everything. I, I, I will always say it. I just would never want to piss him off. I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't think he's gonna say anything. <laughs> if we have him on, he is not because he's, no, he's, he's not, not gonna want not. to poke that bear. <laughs> I get. I mean, I'm not. He saying is a complicated fellow, though. Well, he's proven everything that you've said about him has, has come true as far as his personal character, as far as not being a, a just his drama, just the drama that he brings. And I've, I've never doubted his ability. No, you never have. You've never said that. It's, it's what it's what is so confusing, you know. And I've had to even I've said it. I, I've give, I, I, I've had to back off on. I don't back off on the talent, like you said. It's just yeah. you can't give up on it as long as he still wants to play. You gotta want to keep him. What was the uh, metaphor you used before we hit record? Uh, <laughs> it's it's that 
irresistible significant other in your life that you can't pass up, but they're just not a good person. But you can't pass that irresistible person up. Yeah. The, remember that old YouTube video, that guy that they called the, the, the Matrix, the scale, the hot Matrix scale, or hot crazy Matrix scale, something like something down there. It's just, he, how do you pass it off? You can't find it. Jim, I was talking to somebody who can't find Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers can't really find well, Aaron Rodgers. An NFL executive knows him really well. He had, he, he had no clue who I was really or what I had written. And uh, out, of, out of nowhere, he just kind of ranted on Aaron Rodgers and uh, about his personality. And he, he finished it by saying, all that being said, I would do everything in my power to keep him as long as I can. So if that means... <laughs> Paying Aaron Rodgers for the next X amount of years, even if he's not on your team, because it, you've got a shot at the Super Bowl in 2022, Green Bay is going to do it. Look what the Brooklyn Nets are doing. Kyrie Irving is a complete high-maintenance drama. Whether I'm not even saying right or wrong, what's going on in that situation, I don't even want to talk so about. It's so weird to see sitting, sitting on the bench as a fan, and then the next game he's allowed to play and score six. But we've been through the realm of idiocy with this all. That's for sure. Bottom line is, Brooklyn's like, we're going to do whatever we can to keep him. Right. Because he is that good. I still want to see this flat earth thing play out, though, too. I mean, I'm not. He's, he's, I don't know about that. I just know he can score <laughs> 60 on about 20 shot attempts. He's unbelievable. I mean, yeah, and he's not the best player on his team. He does things. That's why, but my point is, man, when you find a rare guy, you, you keep him. And it's, it's you keep him. Well, I mean, you never know what's going to happen with a draft pick. I, I get it. And even if you don't believe in Jordan Love, though, I, I still think it's worth I'm not think even, it's worth cutting bait, listen, though. At some point, you cut bait with Jordan Love? No, cut bait with Aaron Rodgers. Take your picks. Take your players. Move on. Fair enough. I just, I get why they're keeping them. I also wouldn't give up on Jordan Love if I was Green Bay. They could get something for him right now. I would still try to keep him. You've invested in him now. You saw what happened with when they invested in Aaron, and, and it didn't happen right away. Well, what's different? Yeah. Just, hey, Jordan, we still like you, man. Just stay the course. Keep getting better. So if you're if you're Brian Goodigans, would you be doing exactly what he's doing right now? Oh, yeah, 100%. I'm keeping Aaron, and I'm trying to keep Jordan. Now, if you find – now, that doesn't mean I wouldn't – if somebody called about Jordan, I would listen. Always listen. It doesn't seem like they were listening to Rodgers either. It had to be tempting to listen at least. I don't know if I would. He's that good. Because it would get back to him. and It would have to be something ridiculous. I, I don't know if any team was willing to – like. it would have to be ridiculous to get – a good segue because there there is another quarterback in the news. His name is Baker Mayfield. His employer. Wait, who writes? Did who wrote? Who wrote about him? Go long. There you go. Go longtd.com. Not too bad timing there. Catching up with uh, one of the consultants for the Browns, Scott McLuhan, former NFL GM, and oh, you know him. Uh, talented, uh, talented evaluator. And uh, he was in that room when they drafted Baker Mayfield. But to your point, like. It just pissed him off to the point of no return that the Cleveland Browns were talking to Sean Watson. Um, 
Sean Watson, we need about five hours of a podcast to get into all things to Sean Watson. Tough. There's, there's, I, get, I can see both sides here. And knowing some people on that Cleveland Browns side, I get it. Like, you want to get better at the most important position in sports. Um, Deshaun Watson, last time we saw him in 2020, the Texans were a four-win team. He might have been the best quarterback in the league. And he was unbelievable, let alone what he did the year before, the comeback against the Bills in the playoffs, getting up on Kansas City before they blew up. I mean, he's top five, maybe a top three quarterback. So to sit down with him, entertain that, explore that, see if you can sell Deshaun, well, I, I get all that. But what I get more is Baker Mayfield's point of view. Because Baker Mayfield played all season I mean, with a torn labrum, with a heel, with a groin, um, another fracture in the shoulder. It was, he was beat to shit. And he played, he fought through it. Um, in the fourth year of a rookie deal where he could have tapped out, thought about his health, thought about his future. I, I still think he was their best option to win over Case Keenum. Um, but it hurt his stock. That's what's fresh in everybody's – nobody's thinking about Baker Mayfield setting the rookie record for passing touchdowns. Say, Nobody's he's, thinking about Baker Mayfield taking the Browns to the playoffs. He's a good – he's a really good – he's a good starter. He's good. He's a good quarterback. He's proven that – obviously not good enough to, you know, he, like a lot of guys, there's very rare guys that don't need help. So you've seen his ceiling. You're, you're, you're I'm, no, I'm good with, I like Baker. Okay. I like him. I'm not against Baker Mayfield, but all right. We always go back. We're going back to, we always take it to relationship stuff. Think about like maybe in high school or college where, you know, you're in a relationship and a, you know, the new crop of freshmen come in. <laughs> And all of a sudden, you know, you're, I mean, you're not, you know, you're, you have to at least explore options. You have to look. And, and is that significant other better than the one I'm with? I mean, I think, I think exploring options is important when you're trying to make a major life decision, whether it's relationships or quarterback. It's hard to pass up somebody that has a good resume. And Deshaun <laughs> has a pretty good resume that... I, I don't. I don't well, fault the Browns. Be, care, be careful with that analogy, Jim. You're gonna get. I yourself, said significant other. No, but because here's why I get Baker Mayfield's. I'm not perspective. against him. Oh, I do too. I didn't say I was against Baker's perspective. Okay. I, I know. But I I'm going agree from the Browns side. Okay. Because if you do what he did yes. last season, season from hell, you're Playing eight, hurt. You're eight nine. Playing hurt. You know, was it Christmas Day? He had the four picks against Green Playing Bay, hurt. like. One or two of them was his fault, no doubt. Um, a lot okay. of no team was probably he is sold. He is one of the toughest, right? He sold his body to that team, sacrificed his body. This was a team that, next to the Ravens and the Titans, no team suffered as many injuries and COVID issues as the Browns. Um, and who are you entertaining? You're entertaining a Deshaun Watson. Now this is where it gets. Facing 22 civil suits. This is the, this is now you're getting into the, now of, you're getting into the tricky part. You know, ejaculating on massage therapists. Okay, now rubbing his penis on massage therapists. Okay, I mean this it, it's it, it's awful. It's vulgar. It's hard to even say out loud. These are things he's being accused of, and criminal court. Okay, this is hard. Not guilty, right? right? So that's what opened the floodgates for the NFL teams. This is this is but really, he's still facing. 
He had, he had two depositions the day he met with the Browns. So here's where we go with this. And I'm, this is the only example I can use is Roethlisberger. Where I don't want to say too much. I know some stuff personally that he did to somebody I know. Okay. Um, the Steelers found a way to, to, to get past everything that went down with him. Okay. And the separation of your job and your personal life is tricky with everything. And I don't have an answer, a right answer on this. I'm just saying, I'm trying to give a, you know, trying to come back and see why. I, I don't have an answer other than, hey, the Steelers, they got through it with Roethlisberger because of what? His talent. Right or wrong, they stuck with a guy who did some horrible things. And I know he's done some horrible things personally to people I know. Is that right? Yeah. And um, when I, let me take that back on. Well, no, I'm, I'm going to say it. It's horrible. But... Um, but they stuck with him, and I don't know what else to say about it. I mean, I, that's the only example I can think of. And the Brown, Deshaun is being clear. To, I, I don't know how to answer this because, yes, how do you say this is going to be the leader of our franchise? And that's right there. Well, where I would be particularly pissed off if I'm Baker Mayfield, though, is when Chris Mortz and ESPN reports live on air that he talked to the Browns and they want a quote-unquote adult quarterback. So the adult that you're seeking is that's the quarterback accused of these things. So that's However you slice it, he's not – It's and at the very best, it's unbelievably disgusting and creepy. Well said. So when you take it to that level, well I'm, said. I'm Baker Mayfield. See ya. I get it. I get it. Uh, but <laughs> – I've been saying this since last October. I've always thought that Baker Mayfield and the Browns were best together, at least for another year. How, how about this? And I'm with you. On, this is it is a tough one. I, I don't disagree with anything. I like what you're saying, how you said that, too, because they never the Steelers never disrespected Roethlisberger and never were looking for another guy. They really kind of let that situation play out. That's off the field versus on the – they let it play out. They supported him as best they could. Um, I feel like they did a good job of kind of – really, they did a great job of – it went away. I mean, we're sitting there now. We're watching him retire with his wife and kids on the field. and But he did some really bad things. And – but, hey, they were able to get, let that pass. So, can the Browns – No. You should not have said things like that. We're looking for more of an adult because that's not that's adult to your point. That's a very good point. This is a tough, tough situation. I do wonder this is another thing I wish we were privy to is Jimmy Haslam. Are his fingerprints all over this? Because I hear some not so good things about ownership there in Cleveland. And it's it's you're dang it's not a out. secret. I mean, it, Seth Wickersham wrote a, a story on the ownership there three years ago. Everybody should check it out, ESPN, the magazine. And I don't think he just went quietly into the night. I think that this is me saying, you know, not informed by anybody. He's got to be pushing for something like this. He's probably given the okay, Sean Watson, green light, go for it, do everything you can. Oh, 100%. And, and you, you can only wonder, now is, this, is, is the front office, are they going to have to take the bullets for all of this? This wouldn't even start 
with here we go we saw a video we saw a video when we were doing our background checks i might talk, i forget if i said this story but mahomes in high school and he just got married and it makes me laugh because he married his high school girlfriend when you do background checks, you'd be, like a, you'd be amazed on what comes back on some of these in-depth background checks. We get back on the homes. There's a video of him. He was a sophomore or junior in high school in the cafeteria at his high school. Somebody, somebody took something on their phone, posted it. Having a little, they're having fun at lunch, cafeteria lunch, like we all know in high school. And he gives a little slap to pretty sure it's his wife now, Brittany, slaps her on the face. It wasn't, it wasn't a angry slap, but it was a slap. We showed the Pagoulas that just to make sure we showed them that. I did not know about this. No, it's one of those, it's a, I never really talked about it. It's, this is what comes back when you do background. It's insane what people dig on these guys. And it's a lot of money the cost to get these for these things. The owner wanted Patrick Mahomes. Well, we wanted to make sure that, like, we just say, hey, we, look, you, and it was, listen, it was fine. I hate to say it was, it wasn't a physical, right. angry, they were joking around about something, but it was enough of a, a little slap that it was brought to us by the people that did the background check, hey, you might want to see it. And nothing came from it. We looked at it, Kim looked at it, Terry looked at it. Oh, every it's not one size fits all it, everything but, needs but to be my point to that was you're not going after watson without the owner's approval right right, right. that is 100 that step hey are we good with deshaun saints are good falcons are good crowns are panthers let's go get him we're good we've checked we have seen everything we've heard everything he's been this let's go you know what's a shame though jim and, and it's and, not it's, it's go ahead Sorry, go ahead. No, no I'm more. This thing is tricky, though. No, Deshaun, this thing is tricky. We never hear from owners at press conferences. Never. We never hear from them because it would be awkward. I mean, they own the team; they can do what they want. But no question, when situations like this come up, and there's a there's a player accused of just these vile, vile, vile. Things and you know we didn't, you know I barely even mentioned the worst things he's accused of, and that a team is willing to throw themselves into that situation. It's it's not the owner that you hear from justifying why the team is doing this. It's GMs, it's coaches. Right. I mean they're the ones at press conferences. It's people yeah. like yourself. It's um, I don't know. Yeah. I just I, I I think that that bothers a lot of the people. Only in the thing NFL, I can say, that yeah, the ones I, running the league, there's that there's not that accountability. I, I my experiences. Eagles, Saints, Bills. There's nothing the owner doesn't know. Or else you are you're you're crazy. And the owners better know. I mean, they should know everything, and they should have. You should be, make them aware. Will this go away? I mean, if he comes back and he's yeah. playing well, does every do you think people will just forget about? And look, I'm on record. I've written about Deshaun Watson. As much as anybody, you know, the last three, four years and unbelievably glowing as a leader, as a quarterback, as a teammate, as a person. So many stories, so many anecdotes, talked to so many people in this life. Stories of bleach reports, stories that go wrong. 
and um, this this one shocked me. I didn't see it coming. I don't think a lot of people saw it coming. So when he's well, when, we when he returns, he plays well. Is it just, I mean, that was the same Mahomes draft. We did everything we did with Mahomes. We did with Trubisky, Watson. Any signs at all in your work? Nothing. He had a little more. I'll say this. It was one of those things where I always felt like he never was, there was never anything on him, but like he had a little thing in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Um, you know, there was little things. So you hear this glowing report that, you know, you always hear the glowing, glowing reports, but then you hear he got in a little, I think it was a little thing in Tuscaloosa. I, think, I don't know if it was like a bar thing, a fight. Not him fighting physically, but there was an argument. Something escalated. But nothing to concern you. Just normal college stuff. But, you guys, no. You guys find everything. It's oh, yeah. Oh, it was nuts. I will say Trubisky had nothing. Uh, Deshaun really had nothing. And Mahomes had nothing. Like, nothing. None of these guys were an issue at all. I got written up as a freshman in college. You know, uh, everybody, you was, everybody was drinking on the floor. You know, underage. Everybody was. So I went to St. John Fisher my freshman yeah. year, and it's, I'm just like, you, you probably. The whole floor got written up? Yeah, dude. But you weren't the, it, was, it wasn't just you? It wasn't just me. It was about 20 people. We all had to, like, make poster boards, and they had to go in the lobby of the dorm, you know, why you shouldn't drink. And it was a little embarrassing. I'm just saying, if you were a scout, like, you probably would have figured that out somehow. Right? You, you, you find everything. We scouted you. <laughs> We were doing our work. I transferred to Syracuse. So well, that's when we were we were we were a little disappointed. Yeah, no, I couldn't hack it. You know, I'm telling you though, the stories you do end up hearing on these guys is it's incredible. The background check that that could be an, the background checks are amazing. It is, but you but have anyway, to gauge yeah, like on, the there was nothing on. No, you couldn't predict this. Nobody, there's I, I couldn't. There's no way. Man, so. Man, let me put you on the spot, yeah, Jim. Yeah. If you're running a team, you're a GM, you need a quarterback. How are you approaching Deshaun Watson? Two thumbs up. Is he clear? He's clear. He's not going to jail. He's been cleared of these allegations. He'll be suspended. Fair. And after this, yes. That's our job. It's yeah. the worst. Tyler, it makes me not even feel good like saying that. But our job is to, to win a Super Bowl when you're in that position now i get it it's, it's now yes it's like difficult though it's difficult and the steelers did it with ben i'm telling you they there was having a daughter oh man so go okay tyler go back i don't know if you forget all this with roethlisberger go back and read the stuff one oh, and i know one that he did it to like not that he did it to but stuff he said to women I, I just know some stuff about him but what i'm well, saying believe is it or not i did i did as well okay there you go yeah, so my point is growing up in elephant my point i just i guess what i'm saying is yeah it's i hate, I hate is it the same as an attorney that's representing somebody they know is guilty but your job is to still get them sal sal would have been a better call sal Saul. Saul. Uh, Watch Breaking Bad in forever. What's still a good reference, though. Man, it, that's a he, he would have made a good GM. But you see what I'm saying? It's very similar. Like, wait a second, because yeah. you're just you're just spinning it. You're just gonna yeah. spin it. Wait a second. Hey, wait, he's been he's paid his dues. He's been suspended. 
he missed the year. Now he's suspended for games, but not found guilty. Now he's eligible. Eligible. That's the thing. I mean, it did. It went to trial. There was a no, jury. No, I, there was I, evidence. It, 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 it I, went to the criminal. I hope I I'm not that. coming across this. I'm look. It's hard. I'm putting myself in the GM role. Yeah. And yes, if everything's checking out and the owner says we're good, we're good. I'm going for it. Yes. Oof. I know. I'm going for him over Baker. Well, the Bills signed Von Miller too. <laughs> Feels like it was ages ago. Yeah, great. Yeah. Edge rusher, great. Just keep Josh happy. You're good to go. Right. Right. Um, yeah, Josh happy and healthy. I, I said when you get the franchise quarterbacks like your 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 son or daughter, happy, healthy. Let's go. He's number one on number that, one uh, pecking order. Everybody else, come on. We can fit you in. We'll fit you in. Von Miller said, or his his camp said to Albert Breer immediately after the signing, like Josh Allen's big reason. Yes, that's, that's what happens. That's why we wrote. No doubt. Start with, starts with the quarterback. No Find doubt. the quarterback. That's he it. is. That is Done. the lens you must look through. You're the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are one of however many, what, maybe six or seven quarterbacks. The, the Bills are one of them now that can win a Super Bowl. Honestly, I didn't really watch Von Miller as. Close, I haven't studied him enough. I it's, saw the flashes. It seemed like he was still making some game changing. The plays. Bills have done their. I, I haven't studied him enough to comment on it. The, the, I, I'm sure he has enough left in his tank. Right. It's they've tried the D line. I mean, they've only one more team spent more on the D line than the Bills. That was interesting. Year. I read that you said that. That was. I'm really. Yeah. That was they interesting. Drafted a ton of players, very very high. What four in the last three years in the first two rounds? So. They ha- they've tried. I mean, and I give Which, them, at least they're trying again. I love that they put a priority on that. I agree with that. I 100. percent I love admit admit mistakes and but keep trying, keep trying because that is after quarterback. Like I said, get your quarterback and then find 11 guys on the other side of the ball that can destroy another team's yeah. quarterback. Yeah, that's it. However, that is corner, linebacker, D- DN, D tackle, safety, whatever totally it is. We get it. Yeah. Affect the other team's quarterback. That's how we used to say it. Does that guy affect the other team's quarterback? Chandler Jones or Von Miller? I, you know what's funny? I would probably Chandler Jones amazes me. One of the more underrated stars. Amazing. In the game. Every yeah. time I think he's got to be done, and you watch him, he's oh. not. That length, that length, and he still is has the enough explosion to keep off tackles off balance with that length is a monster. Vaughn is more agile. You know, he's more, he get, uses his agility to, to mess with tackles where Chandler, that length creeps up on you. So you're worried about that, that initial bull rush, but yet he still can dip around you and can change directions. That's rare. You just hope that that agility. I mean, when you're 33, going well, on 34, how long true, can you rely true. on that? Now, as but your do they have enough card? rotational where he's always fresh and right? Because I don't care what he makes, and I don't care what his numbers are. If his sacks come in important times and important games, right. nobody cares, right? That's when offensive linemen are, are worn down after 60, 70, snaps. and all of a sudden now we got Bond coming in fresh. That's why you drafted Gregory Rousseau, Boogie Dash from Ed Oliver inside. He brought like, back Shaq Lawson. Shaq Lawson. He plays hard. Yeah. You know what you're getting with Shaq. When he's fresh, Shaq, Shaq is a Shaq's a good defensive end. He's never been 
the greatest physical specimen like in shape and, and he's not going to beat you with agility he's a straight ahead explosive strong and he's straight line fast but he how did that draft go down what do you guys no Shaq we all like Shaq everybody's on board with Shaq everybody's on board with Shaq Remember, we uh, I was at the Buffalo News at the time. I think we all criticized you guys when the shoulder came I, out, right? You know, we knew about it. It was just a matter of when you do the surgery. And that was the only hang-up. And once again, everybody was included on that. Terry and Kim knew about it. Everybody, was everybody knew yep, it was yep, up there. It was all known. That's starting to look like, you know. Well, hey, it was, I don't know if it was a. Maybe I not a good pick, but okay. not nearly as bad it's, as. When you look back on it, Shaq probably should have been a second, third round. Yeah. Pick. For sure, for sure. But hey, still playing. But everybody was on board with taking him at where we took him. That that, that was a very Rex defense. Give me my guys kind of draft. It seemed like. Yeah, that's what it got ugly. A little bit ugly after that. But uh, that was the Adolphus Washington, and then Reggie got hurt. Raglan in training camp, who was yeah. looking good for Rex's defense. For Rex's defense. Raglan yeah. was it. So like. You know, Rex's vision for those players was correct. Adolphus, I don't know if he ever would have been the guy, but third round. I mean, they loved him. You know, the coaches loved him. We liked him as a scouting staff. Didn't love him. Um, I'd still take him over Dak Prescott. Anyway, (laughs) that seems like it was 10 years ago. Doesn't it? Like, seriously, it almost was. I mean, it really does start. It's starting to feel that way. Man. There's so much we can get into when it comes to free agency, but you know, I think, I think that not, not to, I know we're kind of talking like we're hanging out right now, but we gotta get Whaley on a little bit. And I like he was around, he was in Pittsburgh when Roethlisberger went through that. Let's get him on. Yeah, I think people listening right now to this, I think that would be are, the they best. Want more on that. I think that would be because Doug Doug was there. I was with the Saints at the time. Um, but Doug was with Pittsburgh at the time when that went down. Okay. And I think that he would be a great guy to at least tell us how that was, you know, handled to compare to Sean. It's, it's absolutely relevant. It's what every like team... how I just passed that off. See, I used to do this with all our bad picks, too. That was yeah. Whaler's pick. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I just, hey, Doug, you, you got this. Hey, Campbell, that. No. What fascinates me, though, is like people <laughs> in charge of NFL teams, Jim, like, you hear about how they sleep at the office. They're married to the job. They they neglect their wives. They <laughs> neglect their kids. They they're watching film. They're just. I think you can almost become a cyborg, this robot that is just just stripped of emotion, stripped of normal human reaction to some of the vile things that players do off the field. How much? You know what I mean? Like so, when you're making these decisions, I, we, we all assume these GMs and coaches are having the same kind of icky, gross feelings inside when we read some of these police reports or we hear some exactly. But maybe a lot of people running teams just don't really feel that because they're past the point of no return and just, I got to find, I got to win. I got to win. Anything to win. Nothing else matters. Transcribe everything you just said. Use that as your next article. That was extremely well said. And true. Well, I should do it. Robots. Get your coffee in the morning. Go sit in your desk chair. Coffee. Remote. Password. Rewind. Password. Rewind. Wow, he's good. Love him. Password. Rewind. Robot. He did this off the field. I don't care. He's great. Hey, Sammy Watkins had drug, you know, he had some marijuana issues at Clemson. 
Um, he had some injury issues at Clemson. Um, I just saw him catch a slant, take a shot from hit his catch a slant against Georgia, drilled the safety that tried to hit you. You hit him to the ground and then took it to the house. Oh yeah, I'll take Sam. Man, would you say he gets hurt sometimes? I'm okay on that. And I get it's, it. You're, you're you, taking the you background become, checks into account, but at the end of the day, it's in terms of a moral compass. That compass is busted most of the time. Man, when you see that talent, it's hard to pass it. Yeah. It's kind of sad. Maybe I don't. Know, maybe having kids, it, it changes. Kevin kids changes your perspective. I didn't have a kids bit. when I was in that role. Now that I, I'm with you on that. There is a, but a lot of these guys do have kids. It doesn't matter. So they just don't see them. It, you still, it, once again, I'm just you hit your neck. You hit a good story. Yeah. Because you do become very cutting guys is the worst thing in the world. It sucks. Like it is one of the worst things to do is cut a guy in your office to tell him his career is over or we're moving on from you. Um, and it sucks. And the first time you do it, it's awful. And the 50th time you do it, you're almost, you don't care. Wow. Desensitized. You hit on a good thing. Yeah. It All took right. me back to some, yeah, you hit on a good and thing. Everybody should subscribe, right? So we, we can, we can get this. into some of those. I got yeah. some good ones. Thad right. Lewis was a good one. Is that right? Quarterback, yep. Tough one, tough cut. Gave us his heart. And was excited when I was excited to get him. That was a guy we went through. That was when the whole EJ got hurt. We yeah. were trying to, and I remember coming to Doug and hey, I like that Lewis. And Doug Washington liked him. Coaches Hackett liked him, and uh, Marone liked him. And he comes in, gives us his heart. Right, Pat Lewis. He went out there. I believe it was the Saints game. I don't know if I've seen a quarterback get hit harder. And what he went through and all that. And he gives us you know, like we said, gives you your gives you everything. And a year later it's like you gotta cut him. And it's like that's doesn't tough one, right? Tough. Doesn't even feel right. Doesn't feel right. So yeah, to your point you become desensitized. Or it's awful. It's awful. Well, we're trying to uh, anyway, yeah. We're trying to resensitize you, Jim. No, I'm podcast. good. I've been you know what? I, I'm thinking about it and all this stuff, and it takes you back. But it it's part of the job, and, and the players get over it, and it's just well, some of the best. I mean, the best coach ever is as desensitized as it gets, right? Bill Belichick. I mean, he was ruthless. Second time I'm bringing up Seth Wickersham's name on the show, but everybody buy his book. It's better to be feared. And I just finished it. It's unbelievable. I, I found that interesting title. Check it out. There's so many things that you'll learn. I never knew. I mean, when Teddy Bruschi had a stroke. I mean, we all remember I that. I mean, but Bill that, Belichick didn't even really visit him. Yeah, it doesn't care. Kind of, you know, a lot of, lot of things like that. It's horrible. It, it really is. That side of the business is, is the part you, you really don't even want to hear about it because it's not fun to talk about. It's really not. It's not even. You don't feel good about. It. Like I don't feel good about myself talking. About it. Like it's not like I. Who am I to cut Thad Lewis? That guy went to Duke, balled out at Duke. Fought his, you know, fought for everything he earned in the NFL. And here I am, this director of personnel, you know, cutting him. Like, didn't feel right. Somebody has to do it, though. But somebody has to You've do it. You've got to put the best somebody team out there. We had Kyle Williams told me once um, in Buffalo. We had we had a young, a young scouting assistant who wouldn't didn't look like. 
I'm just going to say he didn't play football. And you would know he didn't play football. You know, he loves football and study. He wanted to scout. He is scouting right now still in the NFL. But but he never played football at a high level or anything. Kyle Williams came over to me one day and he said, if you guys ever send him to be the guy that cuts me, I'm coming after you guys. Like, and, and basically saying, look, at least give me the respect of make it the head coach. You know, you make it like – I get what he, when he said that. I, I get it. These guys are out there. They're out there on the practice field, right? Being about, they, they see everybody standing around, scouts and coaches. Everybody's evaluating them. They're like, you're evaluating me. I'm out here. I'm a. I'm one of the best athletes in the world. And you're the one's going to tell me I'm done with the NFL. That's man. That would be a fun one we could get on. At least you get, Kyle would talk about that. That'd be a good story. Another, yep, another good one. I get it. I mean, in a much lesser extent. You experience it in the media. I mean, these well athletes well, that are running wanna, four they, fours. How many times and, they hear it? Well, you yeah. guys never played the media. You guys right. never played against it. What's not your job to play football? You still know football. Right, right. You're telling stories. You're reporting. It's it's a different. You still know it, right? You still know it's, football. It's, it's, it's just they don't want to hear it from. They want to hear it from the head coach or the GM. I mean, I. If I would I would I would empathize with their arguments though sometimes like I I got it I I mean I played high school and then one year in college and I try to lean into that experience as I can but at the end of the day it's all these guys are being written about and talked about by a lot of people who weren't in the NFL and they I think, were they were great players in high school great players in college but NFL is different and they've never been cut in their lives. Like, who are you? Like, who are you cutting? You're cutting me? Like, oh my God. You're the one questioning me in the media? You're the one cutting me? Same thing. It's very, so you're, I agree with you on that. Family guys become so incredible that you forget how good The Simpsons was. Do you remember the episode so with true. Homer when he's the, he's Bart's coach? He's his youth football no. coach. He takes over his coach. He makes Bart the quarterback, even though Bart is terrible. But he, he put Bart right in. He goes before that. He has everybody huddle up on the field. He goes, "All right, guys, time for the favorite part of the job: cuts." And he's just cutting people left and right. But, so he was making it like a fun <laughs> yeah. thing, which you but know it, it makes a mockery of. I mean, it's it's hard. But I, get it. I that would fit the Simpsons South Park type thing where I get it, which is true. Like it just they make light of it. You know, and it's, it is, it's true, but it's just like, not easy, not easy. On that yes. sad yeah, do we, diary we got it, like, that was bad. That was, hey, it's you a, know what? We, you know what it was? We Okay, we did some good stuff. We talked about Rothelford, Watson. We hit some heavy topics. Cut the players. Monty Adams. Not caring Baker about Mayfield. Aaron Rodgers. Mayfield. You know, should you stick with your junior and college girlfriend when or boyfriend when the new crop comes in or should you explore that's what for, jim monas do in that situation uh, as a gm you always explore explore doesn't mean you're cheating you're exploring, you're exploring. you're just looking around I'm explore i'm exploring i need to at least hear if deshaun at the expense of alienating a quarterback who's, who's I think you damn good, tough. He's damn good. He's tough. Who'd you take? Number Baker Mayfield, Jimmy Garoppolo. Baker Mayfield. Oh, yeah. I think it's like close. You only think it's close? 
I, 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 I think I'm probably very, a bit hard on Jimmy Garoppolo. I think I'll they're very that. similar guys. That's why I asked you. I, am I, I'm not saying right or wrong on who you take. I honestly, to be honest, I'm good flipping a coin. It's probably there. closer than I think it's it is. Closer maybe than you think. I have a. I put a lot. I, I feel like Garoppolo gets a little disrespect. I'm not. I do think he has a ceiling and he's hit it. I'm, I feel that way with Baker. I feel like he has a ceiling as well, but he's hit too. You know, and I'm not saying either ceiling is bad. I mean, Garoppolo played two Super Bowls. That's all I'm saying. The guy has played some Super Bowls. Anyway, beyond that, I mean, I, when people are listening to this, who knows? But Marcus Mariota, there's not a lot out there right now. Not a lot of options. Um, the draft is weak. I think that Baker Mayfield has a market. I think he's in a position. Oh, 100%. I think he's that. in a position where he can ask for a trade if he's. I'm not saying he's not better than Garoppolo. I'm saying just in that same realm where they are. I think those guys are probably good starting quarterbacks that just aren't that top 10, you know, top 10. I think Baker you think Mayfield, he could be? if he's in, with Indianapolis, that's a you team I would be? look at. I would say this. There's, I feel like, I feel like Garoppolo would be all right, Indy. What, what's so different about what they do compared to what San Fran does? Run the ball, defense. You know what? We got to admit when we're wrong. Carson Wentz. I really thought that was was a perfect. I was hoping marriage. I was hoping for Carson, but it's enough. You saw it early on. You called it exhausting. That's how he is to me. And I love, I loved him coming out. I'm the one told you. I was ready to go yeah. all in on it. We saw it at the Senior Bowl. Yep. All in on Carson. So disappointed in the, his um, mental toughness. It seems like the Colts I think per se, that owner field. for the Colts, I think, wanted. I think, I think he blamed Wentz and Frank Reich for the end of that season. Wentz out. Frank is on. Frank Reich and Sean McDermott are on the clock. Watch with the owners right now for their teams for sure. Hard to argue with that. All right, let's sign off. St. Patty's Day, I hope. Well, That's right, St. Patty's Day. It's a podcast, so they might listen to it. But doesn't St. Patty's Day last like three days? I totally forgot what St. Patty's Day was. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I've watched no college basketball all season long, Jim. None. Nothing. You're not missing anything. It's the only time you can watch it, really. Has it been good? Well, if you gamble, it's fun. If you don't gamble, this is the only time of year to watch it. I like college basketball. By the way, remember when you you mentioned uh, a potential gambling episode and talking about like the worst stories? People oh, made it some, known they want you that. Hear some stuff? Yeah, we'll do that this offseason. I like it. I have I'll have the stories ready. And if you made it this far, working on a date for a Hamburg Brewing Company, you know, shindig. I feel like we tease that a lot. We do tease it. I know we. And I missed one. But we're gonna do it. We've had two, and I've we're missed one. It. We just talked like to. That. Johnny here. We're working on a date. So, all right, without further ado, thank you everybody for watching, listening, however you consume this. We greatly appreciate it.